what would I say to young people? I would tell them to focus their mind, to train their thinking, because we have been programmed to fail. Yeah. That's why Dr. Carter G. Woodson said, if you can determine what a man shall think, you'll never have to concern yourself with what he will do. I want to change lives. I want to show people how to progress in their money. I want to show people how to progress in their mindset. I want to show people how to progress in their brand so that way they can take care of their family, take care of their finances, and experience freedom. Hello, how are you? Hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Les Brown. This is Manny Brown's baby boy. I'm hungry for you to see me. <laughs> we are in Secret Knock. But what city are we in? San Diego. San Diego, in San Diego California. California. And I had a chance to be interviewed by Greg Reed today. It was a very good interview. And I think some people were shocked. It was a different type and style of interview. Right. But, you know, one of the things I, I want to talk to you about is energy. I had the opportunity to drive from, no, to be driven from Los Angeles to San Diego with none other than the honorable one, Dr. Bishop Andy. <laughs> no one ever called me that. Okay. <laughs> but you know, you have such positive energy. And I can just tell you that I was so inspired. Best day of my life, the last three days. And I am just so motivated and fired up. And there are periods in your life that you meet people that there is a synergy, that you connect with them, and and they literally have the ability to bring the best out of you. So it has just really, really uh, been exciting being with you, and you've seen me work. He, he, he heard me up last night. I was up last night finishing my book, and he said, man, you work. It was like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I've been up all night. I said, I'm determined to get this book out of me. And, and the reason is that my life is in a different space. Some incredible mm. things have happened. Both my sons are doing good. I'm doing great. I'm kicking cancers. But the cancer in my neighborhood has dropped by 90% because it's scared of me. Hello, can you feel me? Up in here, up in here. Huh? <laughs> so tomorrow I'll be working on completing it and closing it out. You'll be going back to L.A. Yeah, I'll be going back to L.A. And you're going to take my granddaughter to yeah. school or where? To where is she go? Oh, no, she's, she's going to the dentist. To the dentist on Friday. Yes, okay. I want to ask you, though, when you think, Andy, about who you are and what you do, Andy is a speaker, and he and I, we, we are doing a book together called um, about your A-game. Get on your A-game. Get, A -game. On, your A -game. Get on your A-game. But, but, but I want to talk to you about something that you do. The question has been asked, are leaders made or are they born? Are they made or are they born? When I talk to you, Andy, I used to always feel that leaders are, are made. But when I ask you how you became an entrepreneur, and I want to revisit this, who is it influenced you to decide this is what I want to do? And what was the moment that that was a place where you got on that path and say, this is what I'm going to do. You told me about, you wanted some sneakers? Yeah, back home in Rhode Island, there were these cool sneakers, these black Nike Air Forces with the with their Velcro on the top. That yes, goes, <laughs> I like those, right. And I wanted those sneakers really bad. My dad came to my house, to my room, and he said, Andy, I'm going to New York. Do you want me to buy you anything? I said, Dad, I want those Nike Air Forces. Yes. He went to New York. 
came back without the Nike Air Forces. He didn't have enough money. I made it, uh, I made a decision that I'm gonna get those sneakers because in my mind I was visualizing myself having those sneakers. So because he didn't come back with it, hey, I have to go find it, find a way to get some money. So how did you get money? I went out, knock, knocked on doors, and I said, "Can I shovel for you? It's snowing out here. You don't want to be out here." <laughs> <laughs> you shovel snow. I shovel snow, and then I rake leaves, and I got the money. I used to shovel snow and rake leaves and cut grass. I used to work for the Miami Sanitation Department yeah. with the garbage truck. That garbage stink. You hear me? I'll never forget the first day I, I went to work and they showed me how to lift the heavy trucks. And when I lift and they have the, those heavy containers, and I lifted and was walking where I heard the guy say, oh, yeah, we can get a good 15 or 20 years out of that young buck. I would say to myself, the hell you will. Yeah, right. No way, oh, yeah, right. I am not here for a long time at all. In fact, I remember I had a construction job and they worked me so hard. The first morning, I, I saw a wall and I went on the other side of the wall to have lunch, but I went to sleep. Did not know that the place where I went to sleep, they were going to push, use a bulldozer to push sand over the wall. And so I have sleep with <laughs> a little peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> It says I'm coming to almost buried me. I said, hey, oh, no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I was hiding for work. So they fired me that day. They, I spent one day on the construction job, one day at the Miami Sanitation Department. Then I got a job at Jackson Memorial Hospital mm -hmm. as an orderly. So I knew a guy named George Cooper, and they decided to play a trick on me. They took me over to the mall to show me the dead people. I said, okay. And they said, you know, pull this tray out and you can look at people. And they had sneaked one of the guys in there ahead of time. And so when I pulled this tray out, he said, what you doing? Let me tell you something. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I ran into the door and knocked myself out. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's a wrap. I had a gash on my head. <laughs> oh, man. I had peed on myself. <laughs> <laughs> such interesting jobs. You know, I have such an interesting life. But Andy, I really enjoy the time that we spend together. And But you know what's fascinating? Like we can relate to each other. Now, how old are you? 23. You're 23. Can you believe that? And I'm 73. Where did the time go? Come on! Sure. And we, who would know how, how we interact and how we are able to relate? And I just, I feel at this stage of my life, I want to spend more time with young men like yourself. And to me, I feel that the mission that God has on my life is to, to work with young people. I, I'm debt free. I'm drama free. And I'm in a special place. God has blessed me. My, yeah. I was asking people to pray for my sons and both of them are doing extremely well. And I, tomorrow I meet with my, my chef, his name is Kitty. He's from Las Vegas. Yeah. And he is a live chef. He prepares live food. So to be, to defeat cancer and strengthen my immune system, eating live food. And I have other things that I take that I, it's, it's going to, 
it's going to be very, very strong battle plan that I've put together that's going to improve my health, lose weight, and and get my six pack back. Right now, <laughs> right now, I have a one pack. Right now, it's a, <laughs> it is a big one pack. Too. <laughs> oh my God! I love the day. I said I am four months pregnant. The water has broken. Yeah. Uh-uh. This has got to go. Homie is not going down like this. But I tell you, I feel good. But I'm in a special place. And I, I tell you, you have experiences in life. Joseph Howard, Joseph Campbell call it the long, dark journey of the soul. I went through an experience and I literally almost died. My 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 daughter, Serena, Travis Brown, I mean, Brown Travis, and my son, Patrick, they call Calvin and and Ona and my other children. And I was at Jackson, I mean, at Ohio State University Hospital for nine days. And the oncologist came in and they said, doesn't look like he's going to make it. And they, they called my kids to come to Columbus. And I pulled through. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know that I was there. But here's the experience. There's a song that James Cleveland used to sing. Lord, help me to hold out. Please to Jesus until I change God. And I have gone through so much. And I never ask, when will it stop? Somebody asked me the other day, how do you get through tough times? You had a lot thrown at you. But one of the things that I realized that don't think about when will it be over? Because a watch pot never boils. If you stand on the stove and put a pot on the stove and watch it and turn the water on, it will take a long time. Yeah. There's two things that I have discovered. One, just know this too shall pass. Robert Chula was right that tough times never last, but tough people do. The other thing, and the Nobel Peace Prize winner said this, when something happens, don't judge your reaction to that while you're looking at it when it happens. Walk away and give yourself time to get still and to think. Because when it first happens and you look at it, you will amplify it. That's why we, they call psychiatrists shrinks. Because what they do is help you to put things in perspective. That's why we're told judge not according to appearances, that when things happen, they are not as bad as they appear to be. And the key is, is to get still. The key is to step back. The key is to reflect for a moment and say, I can handle this because we can, we can. I mean, as I speak to you now, I I have this mixture because even though I travel with pain medication, for the cancer and for, and I'm going to get another name for it because I don't like saying the word, and the cytokine. So I have this mixture of cumumin and black pepper, which amplifies and then make the efficacy or the impact of cumumin 2,000 times more effective. Organic black pepper, that's why I had you to get that for me. Cumumin, ginger, turmeric, and I, that's my little mixture that I'll go upstairs and mix that because I'm feeling some some pain and discomfort right now. And, and, and usually when I do that and I do my meditation, but I give myself 
a chance to see how I can rise above it. I don't just reach for it immediately. And I've found that I'm able to manage pain better. That I remember the first time that as soon as I start hurting, I would reach for a pill. Now I don't take any pills at all. Wow. It's like and a muscle. Yes. Yes. And you have to train yourself to do it. Life is full of pain. And all kinds of stuff happens that you just can't anticipate. Mm -hmm. And what I'm learning at this space where I am is to reflect, to pause, and consciously seek a closer relationship with God. And I'm not a religious person. Religious people are afraid of going to hell. Spiritual people have been there. <laughs> okay, okay. I have been through hell. Let me tell you something. I, I mean, I used to lay in my bed and pray. Because of what I have gone through, let me tell you what I do. I get down on my knees. <laughs> I get down on my knees. And I, I know God looked at me and said, I know you ain't on your knees. How long have you been doing this? Now? I know. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You ought to be embarrassed. <laughs> you down there crying and looking ugly. <laughs> looking ugly. <laughs> looking ugly. I'm almost, trust me, when I go up there tonight, in fact, I'm going to give me a prayer mat so my knees don't get those spreads right. in them. I'm yeah, all ashy. And you use some Vaseline in my car. That's right. That's right, you did. You know, Paul said, pray unceasingly. Why? Because stuff's always happening. Yeah. You So you need to. You have to. And so I've got a, I got a commercial break. I, I asked God, you know what? I can give you some names and addresses of some other people. You don't need to be sitting up camping my house to do stuff to me. <laughs> Pass this cup. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. I need to tell you. So, but it has, I'm humbled. And there are two types of women's in life that you get. One, wait till I come back. If you just let me go. There's <laughs> ah, two types of women. I like that. I like if that. you just let me go, I'll run and tell it on the mountain over the hill and over every which way. So I feel good. I'm going to be up tonight. It's it's like 1.30 my time, East Coast time. Yeah. We're, we are, if you're wondering, where are you? We're in, in San, San Diego, Diego at the Secret Knock in the lobby of the hotel. And I'll be here until Friday. I'm going to see a friend of mine named Brian Buffini. Then I go to Las Vegas and, and see my live food chef, Chef Keedy, and and spend time with my very good friend, his name is Peter Wynn, doing some videos and training some speakers yeah. there. And then I think I'll go to Cleveland or Atlanta. I'm not sure. But I think I'm going to Atlanta because it's warmer there yeah. for a lot of it. I don't want to go to Cleveland because it's cold there. But I'm taking time off. I I'm living from the place, Lauren, of Iyanla Lansanda, the quote that I love. She said, give to yourself until your cup runneth over. And then give to others from the overflow. People say cancer feeds off sugar, but it thrives off stress. When my son had a stroke, and my other son suffering from bipolar was medicating himself with blanks, I let my guard down and I allowed myself to be stressed out, which triggered this the, the cancer. There's a a book I read years ago called Who's the Matter with Me? I know we're taught I'll keep thee in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. 
but I did not have the consciousness and the discipline just to focus on God. I was worried and consumed by my children. Wow. Hurting. Wow. And, and I know I did this to myself and I can reverse it. I can reverse it because I believe that God is not through with me yet. I got work to do in prisons and juvenile detention centers. Uh, my goal is to train messengers of hope. They're, they're young people and, and older people and people who have a voice and a story that they have got to tell just like I do, that I'm supposed to be their instructor like Mike Williams has been for me. And I just, for you know, uh, oddly enough, I've just come to a place within myself to feel Andy and Lauren that I was called to do this. Mm. I've done it because I love it. I enjoy changing people's lives because someone changed my life. And this gives my life a sense of meaning. It was Victor Franklin said, don't ask what is the meaning of life, ask what is the meaning of your life. And I want it to live a life of meaning. And I'm so glad that my children now share that vision and they're part of it. My daughter, Ona Brown, O-N-A, go to her website. Looks like me without a beard. And John Leslie and Calvin and Serena. I have 10 children, five boys and five girls. God said be fruitful and multiply. I took, I took them, them seriously. <laughs> the rhythm method does not work. Hello, I'm gonna sue those people, whoever came up with that concept. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, whatever. Behave. Man, hey, look know. here. Would you uh, That place at a restaurant, they have the best, I'm a vegan, but they have the best barbecue chicken wings. Why are you laughing? You got issues. Would you, I, need, I need three chicken wings. The barbecue chicken wings. One for the Father, one mm -hmm. for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. Those chicken wings are tender. Did you taste one? I did not. You did not. No. <laughs> you saw I got to go back. I got to go back. Yeah, are they still open? They're still open. I mean, I'm sure by the time I make it, by okay. 5 a.m. they'll be open. I do not need more than three. We're talking about this restaurant right here, right? Yes, the, oh, where we were today. About. Right here. Oh. No, I'm talking about here. We we ordered that today. Yeah, we're here, right here. Okay, listen. Can we order? Can you order? Give me seven, because seven is my lucky number. Yes. Let's go ask the guy for seven wings. Seven barbecue. Seven barbecue Mau, Mau, seven barbecue wings. Mau. You know, you. you know, pe people would wonder, like, what is it like to hang out with Les Brown? I want to give a testimony from my point of view. <laughs> because I'm 23 years old. Do I seem like a 73-year-old man? Not at all. That's exactly what I was going to say. Right. I feel like I'm hanging out with one of my boys, man. Oh, yeah, like, like one of your homies. You are one yeah, of my homies. Boy, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, you are one hey, of you my remember homies. In, 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 what's the movie? You know what I'm talking about. Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've yet to watch the movie yet. I have yet to watch it. Lord, I rebuke this oh, retarded demon. Man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You got problems. You got issues. I'm on my way to LA. I'm going to watch the movie. movie. It's in, a powerful movie. But look, you I know feel like what? I was hanging out with a guy who was in his 20s. Like, yes, yeah. he, he, he had more energy than me. Yeah. Yesterday, I'm sleeping. I'm in my bed, cozy. And he's like, I'm writing a book. Yeah. That says to me, like, I need a level up. You got to bring it up. But you're a hard worker. I tell you. I am so impressed with you, not just as a speaker and your story, and I'm excited about working with you and doing a book with you and I'm working together because you're my future. But your work ethic, your integrity, and your character. There's a quote that T.D. Jakes has. He said, 
Lord, don't let my talents take me where my character can't keep me. Mm. Character is very important. And you're a novelty. You, you're, not, you're not normal. You, you're not infected with what uh, I call that virus, HIV, hood-infected virus, AIDS, addiction to incarceration, death syndrome. Your, your parents would be very proud of you. And, Thank you. And I consider you my spiritual son. And so my goal is is to to pour into more young people like yourself. I'm going to Vegas this weekend. And this experience I've just gone through, and I'm saying to you, if you're going through an experience, this too shall pass. And I'm telling you on the other side of that, there are things when it, as you hold on, as you not surrender, as you not give in, on the other side, I, I cannot tell you, and you witness some of it, I've turned ex at least three, and the money is not important. Because when Howard Hughes died, who was one of the wealthiest men in the world, got the largest check in the history of the world, his investment in Transworld Airlines, when he took his last breath, one of the staff members said, how much did he leave? And the answer was, all of it. All of it. And when I think, Andy, what I started with five people in my mother's living room in Miami when I resigned from the Ohio legislature, went back to Miami to take care of my mother, who was yeah. suffering from breast cancer, and decided to teach a class just to keep my morale high. And they said, hope, inspiration, encouragement of perfumes you can't sprinkle on others without getting a few drops on yourself. I had no idea that it would grow to what it has, that I've been able to touch millions of people's lives around the world. I've had people see that movie called 1517 yeah. Paris. Paris yeah. Yes, and, and, and one of the, the young men said he was encouraged by my voice, and they have excerpts of, of my voice in that movie. But being here at Secret Knocks, and I've had so many young people who yeah. say, hey, I've been listening to you for a long time. I wake up in the morning with you. I, I walk with you. I, I'm with you in the gym, and you impacted my life. Yes. And that gives me energy. I love that. And I feel, I don't feel that I'm anywhere close to retiring because I love this. Not at all. And I'm looking forward to doing more and working with you and you and I sharing the stage together. Yes. I'm excited. I hear your footsteps. I knew you were going to come from me. <laughs> I was Reagan, on my way. Don't let this 73 fool you, baby. A young groom, sweet queen, but an old groom, nowhere to go. go. Can oh. you feel a brother up in here? Up in here. I was 14 years old when I first heard you. Is that right? I was 14. Oh, my God. And to, and to be here, what is this, nine years later, to be here with you, working with you, is, is an honor and a blessing. I believe my Thank steps you. were ordered. I do believe that. Yeah. When I see the things you're doing, and I admire you, that's why I'm, I will use my name and my reputation and everything I can to help you make it. Because when I came in, I, I could have gotten here faster. Yeah. If I had the endorsement and the support of the guys who were at the top, mm -hmm. but they saw me as competition. There's enough for everybody. And and so you learn, you earn, and you pass, pass it, it on. on. Yes. And so we, we get the chance to, to to play together and enjoy each other and change lives and earn money. And I used to think people in their 40s were Now that I'm starting off my 74th year on the planet, I feel like I was a waiter at the Lord's Supper. I was washing the dishes uh -huh. for Jesus and washed their feet. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I can't believe. Where did the time go? Hello? What would you say to me? That you're 23-year-old self? Or to me at 23 now? That's a good question. You know what I say to you? Live full. When I was your age, I didn't do what I'm doing because I didn't believe in myself. I had a tremendous inferiority complex because I don't have a college education. And I was intimidated by people with college education. And I convinced myself when I would go see Zig Ziglar, Dr. Norman Vincent Peel, and other speakers, my heart would say, I can do that. But my mind said, no, you can't. So one of the things I would say to a 23-year-old Les Brown, be unreasonable. Why? We're taught and trained and conditioned to be practical and logical, realistic. For instance... A reasonable, logical, practical person would say, looking at me, no college education, labeled educable, mentally retarded, put back from the fifth grade to the fourth grade at Douglas Elementary School in Overtown in Miami, fail again in the eighth grade at Booker G. Washington High School. A practical, logical, reasonable person would say, young man, at 73, no one will pay you $70,000, you saw the signed contract, to speak for a Russian Speakers Bureau in New York on February the 17th, on 15th. There are people who work a whole month yeah. and don't earn $70,000. Okay, now, so what, what did I do? Even though I didn't believe in myself and step out here, I started, I knew eventually I would, so I started preparing myself. And I encourage you, you notice when I did that interview today, mm -hmm. no one else had got on that stage and mastered that and brought the quotes and the content like I did. Right, right. No, because they don't study. They're in it to push products. I push greatness. Mm. Okay. And I'm saying to you, do that, study, and get out here and do it. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. Right, right. Yes. And so you're going to be an incredible speaker. You, you're going to, you, at some point, I won't be able to hold a candle to you, but it's going to take a minute. Yes. Because I know you're going to study. You're an animal like me. Y'all have any questions? Yeah, let's ask some, ask, ask some less or myself some questions. Especially less, you know. I'm very intrigued, and, I, and I'm very blessed, and I'm I'm just so honored to even be here with with Les for what he's done to the world, and his ability to believe in himself, even though it took some time, allows me to believe in myself at 23. When I first opened my first business, and that was scary, I listened to you. Uh -huh. I I resonated with the brother. I resonated with the brother. Let me tell you the experience I had. The experience you had with me, just imagine this. I went to see Black Panther. And when the screen, I was tired and exhausted. So I'm saying to myself, my God, I don't know if I'm going to have enough energy to stay awake. Right. And when the movie opened, I could not sleep. And all I could think about, I've been on this planet for 73 years mm -hmm. and for the first time I saw a movie that was positive, people looked like me they didn't use the n-word 
They didn't use the B word. They were intelligent, positive roles. Profanity was only used twice. I know that guy ad lib. He said he said a, 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 a nasty word twice. And it was so out of context. But all I thought about how, hey, take care. It's so nice seeing you. Love you, buddy. Love you as well. That all these years, when I went to the movie, I saw Towson with a switchblade in the jungle. He could beat, not only could he beat a lion with a switchblade and talk to him, Bula Bula Hongawa, and he the white man, the king of the jungle. Now, all these black guys, I was cheering for Towson. Get him, Towson. Kick them behind Towson. And, 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 and <laughs> how the media yeah. and the big screen. <laughs> I mean, Townsend born in jungle. He had, he had cheated, jaded everybody. They got they they running everything. All the black food folk internalizing in self hatred. Superman, Batman. Why white people are emboldened with all these superheroes? We never had none. Yeah, we never had any. Right. You know, right. so I'm sitting up here, tears coming down my face. I'm just saying, hey, y'all take care. All right, you take care. So good to see you. Take care. God bless you. We are conquerors. We are cancer conquerors. And we're going to help others as well. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes. How do I take it? Who's, is a guy here? Yeah, he's here. Where is he? He's Stephen. Would you please? I want his phone number. And I want the, the scorpion dinner. How do I take it? How do I take it? Text me. How do I take it? Please, okay. Please. I'm taking that with some. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, I will. Okay, take it. I receive that. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Who was I just saying? Who was I talking about? You were talking about Black Panther. Black Panther. Actually, yes, that, that when you, when looking at that movie and the roles, being in dark, in the dark, in that big screen, and seeing those positive images, there is going to be some collateral impact of how people of color who see that feel about themselves and what it stimulates. I, I remember a young guy has said to me today, he said, you are the, the Muhammad Ali of, of motivational speaking. I said, why are you saying that? He said, I was the only black person in the audience and when they introduced you, I had no idea who you were. And when you came out and how you spoke in the Georgia Dome, and if you haven't seen it, I want you to go online and put in Les Brown speaking in the Georgia Dome. I was speaking to over 80,000 people. He said, my heart was beating. I was nervous for you and was wondering, will they accept him? And when you came out and how you handled yourself and how you handled that crowd, I went from looking at, Will they accept him? Is he going to be all right? Will he be successful? Will he be rejected? Will they boo him to 
beginning to take in what you said that it's not over till you win. Yeah. He said, just seeing you not singing, not dancing, not playing basketball, running 35 miles an hour with a helmet and knock somebody down, but giving people hope and inspiration and making them laugh and feel good. He said, man, I can't tell you, I couldn't sleep that night. He said, I was so proud. Wow. And I didn't know you. And wow. he said, here I am at a hotel and you just as cold red as you can be asking for a peanut butter jelly sandwich. He said, I can't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Did you order those chicken wings? They closed 30 minutes ago. They closed. That's a sign. Because somebody said go vegan. I was not supposed to do that. I was not supposed to. That's, That's true. I'm, I'm going to do vegan. I'm, I'm not. I'm, but this was just going to be the last night. I was going <laughs> last night. I was going to get seven chicken wings. I saw a skinny man get hit by a truck. Had he had seven chicken wings, he might have lived. <laughs> you know, I'm saying. You know, you're a little skinny. Okay. So I wasn't. So so this is it. All right, now listen to me. No more chicken wings. No more chicken wings. I'm not. No more chicken wings. No right? more, no more meat. El Polo Loco. No more meat. None of it. Look, so we got it on camera. So the next time we're together, you send me to El Polo I'm, Loco. I'm, to wrap. I'm releasing weight. I'm not losing because anything you lose, you go look for. I'm releasing 100 pounds. No more chicken wings. You gotta feel your no body more chicken wings. He already feels sad. No more chicken No more chicken wings. With healthy nutrients. Santos says no more chicken wings. Oh, God. Help me, Lord. <laughs> no more chicken wings. Who's that? Les, what is your message for the youth when you leave this planet? I know you got another 30 in you, though. Yes. What is your message for the, for the youth now? You're molding today what you'll be in the future. Decide now. What it is you want to do, who you want to be. Work on your spine to develop mental resiliency. Why? Because you're going to experience a lot of difficulty. We're living in a challenging time. Just imagine, 1925. The largest Klan rally in this country took place. And one of the men arrested was Fred Trump. He told me that in the car. He did. Uh, when I with you know when I listen to my girl, I love her, Rachel. Not all, I love her. But think about James Weldon Johnson, Stony the Road We Trod, Bitter the Chesting Rod, felt in the days when hope unborn had died. Yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the place? But which our father's side, we have come over a way that with tears have been watered. We've come treading a path through the blood of the slaughtered. We were born for such a time as this. We are the children of the ones that would not die. Wow. When the slave ships were coming from Africa, some slaves out of despair committed suicide. Some bit their wrists and bled to death. Some smothered their children. Sharks were swimming behind the ships, and where there were some chained in defecation 
chained like animals. Who wouldn't die? We're the children of the ones that wouldn't die. And there is something in us, in our DNA, that we will not just survive. We are more than conquerors. We are engineered for greatness when we have been programmed to fail. That's why the work that you're doing. And we have to multiply. You have to multiply those voices. I had a conversation with a young man today that I'm going to spend time with. He's from Poland. He's brilliant. And our stories are very close. He was using a lot of profanity, like many of the young people in your age. Yeah. And you don't do that. And I say, are you, co are you coachable? And he said, yes. And I said, I like the fact that you're a spiritual person. I said, I'm not a religious person, but I want to share something with you. Are you open? He said, yes. I said, you notice how filled with profanity your conversation is? He said, yes. And you're a spiritual person? He said, yes. And you know scripture? He said, yes. Okay. In the beginning was the word. Yeah. And the word was God and dwelt among men. Death and life is in the tongue. The book of life says that. Why? Because people speak more, speak more death than life. When I train kids and you want to work with me, to train kids, you want to work with me to help transform their mindset. And, and I'm saying to them, profanity is the strongest expression of a weak mind. I said, but follow me. I said, the difference between you and I and you are a minister. You preach the gospel by Jesus. I preach the gospel that Jesus preached. Jesus said, his first words is ministry. The kingdom of God is at hand. It's right here, right now. You make your heaven and hell right here on earth. It's right here, right now. Right now. When shall it come? He only said exactly one place, one time. He said, kingdom of God cometh not by observation. They shall say, it's neither low there, low here. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Whatever you desire, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. Your, your, uh, your, your inventions, your innovation, your dreams, your wealth, your health. Whatever you desire, it's in you. All dreams happen twice. First in the within and then the without. And I said, the kingdom is voice activated. When you speak, you, you've had the experience. People say, oh, God, I heard you speak. And, and Andy, it transformed my life. I heard you speak and, and you, you stirred something in me. Mr. Washington looked at me and said, Young man, someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. He interrupted my reality. He jarred my mind and I got out of my history and started living for my imagination. Because he spoke, nothing happens until it's spoken. Give me some tissues, please. And so when you see people unthinkingly and ignorantly using profanity, cursing our future, real yeah thank you so much that you can tell a lot about people pardon me about their language pardon me 
So you you when you look at where we are, the world is decentralizing. Used to have a zap at twenty six and I can run my business global business with a telephone. Yeah. Things have changed. And and so what would I say to young people? One, you're molding now what you will be in the future. Focus your mind. Focus your mind. Find something that's you, that you eat and breathe. Thank you. I eat and breathe speaking. This is what I do. This is what I love. The calling in your life is something you love so much you do it for nothing. But you do it so well that people will pay you to do it. I had no idea when I was having youth trainings at the Caleb Auditorium in Liberty City that it would morph into my speaking in Poland to over 30,000 people and speaking in over 51 different countries. I had no idea. I would tell them to focus their mind, to train their thinking, because we have been programmed to fail. That's why Dr. Carter G. Woodson said, if you can determine what a man shall think, you'll never have to concern yourself with what he will do. If you can make a man feel inferior, you never have to compel him to seek an inferior status, for he will seek it himself. And if you can make a man feel justly an outcast, Never have to order him to go to the back door. He'll go without being told. And if there's no door, his very nature will demand one. And so I encourage young people, I encourage parents to have them go on YouTube. They can listen free. Les Brown speaking in the Georgia Dome. Les Brown, it's possible speech. Getting unstuck. I encourage them to Buy the book by my mentor, Mike Williams. Download it. Listen to his voice. Call the road to your best stuff. And here's major. Create collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships. Let me show you how it works. And it's in alignment with with scripture. He said all powers in my hands. But he organized 12 people to work with him. Right. Okay. Now, these people here. Because of your relationship with me. They know you brought me here called Bowered Credibility. So now they want to know Andy. Because mm-hmm. that's that's Bowered dude, man. You know what I mean? That's his boy. That's his homie. You know what I mean? And so, Andy, can you can you get me a selfie with him, with him? You know? All right? So, oh, by the way, when I was a kid, only two bald-headed people I ever saw in my life. It was Ewell Brennan and, and Kojak. Bald heads were not something we call baldy, baldy, scaly. You're not supposed to have a bald head. We're supposed to have a head. Samson had hair in his head until Delilah cut it. Yeah. This is a phenomenon, and there's something that caused that. But that's another conversation. Okay, I won't go there because I don't want to be bald head. I want my hair. I want my hair and my teeth. Is. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, all right. Okay, so what am I? 
It's late. What time? I'm on the East Coast time. What time is it here? It's 11.45, baby, but we don't stop. Oh, but, Lord, it's 15 minutes to 3. Man, I need to go to bed. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Now I'm going to go to sleep late and I'm going to be to bed. Oh, oh no. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on now. Oh my lord, oh my lord, I can't believe it's late, man. That's why I'm so crazy. I gotta go to sleep. What am I doing talking about? It's a flow. I love it. Yeah, no, oh my god. Tell them the name of your book. Oh, the name of my book, The Hunger Factor. The oh, Hunger Factor. Hard, Here's man. the title Manifesting. Your greatest life by releasing the God force in you. Come on with that. And my mother would say, put that in your pipe and smoke it. I like that. <laughs> put a fuck I would have told you. You would have got me in trouble a lot in school because I would have been entertaining you so much. I love your laugh. Put I, a fuck in it. Yes. Like put a fuck in it. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go to sleep. Go to sleep. here. I can't believe y'all. I can't believe. I need to go to sleep. Okay. You didn't get the chicken wings. Thank you. Thank you. But I'd have eaten them. I'd have chewed the bones. I don't just eat the wings. I chew the bones to get the gristle out of it. You know, when I was a kid, and I have the nerve to say I'm a vegan. We used to buy, <laughs> we used to buy neck bones, tits, and a pile. Let me tell you something. We would suck those bones till they would whistle. <laughs> oh my God! I used to eat pickle pig feet, and I'm talking about I'm a vegan. Whatever. I used to eat pig feet. They used to have a bit. I'm not making this up. They had pig feet, pickle pig feet. We saw. Okay, not organic either. Right? <laughs> not organic. You didn't get those at Whole Foods, did you? We didn't get that at home. I call whole paycheck. Whole paycheck. <laughs> Hey, look here. I went in there and they, that thing that rung that thing up and took my breath away. I said, wait a minute. What y'all do? Y'all taking people money without a gun up in here. Yeah. How about organic? Organic, right? I'm going to organically put some of this stuff back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I made it tell you, no. Oh, my God. I ain't got no cash app, no visa. Mm. I ain't got nothing. I give y'all all my money. Talk about organic, whatever. I'm organic. Yeah. Put this back on the show. Ketogenic yeah. diet. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I those pig feet were healthy. I'm still here. <laughs> I wonder how I probably might want to go into a coma right about now. Oh man. Oh my God. What those yellow things? Who that mean? That means people are laughing, man. People are quick, <laughs> laughing emoji, man. Hey, listen, let, let me let me put this commercial in here. You know who you are. There's somebody watching who you have a voice and you have a story. Maya Angelou said, there is nothing as painful as an untold story buried in your soul. Wow. I was born to speak. You like that? So I want you to email me if you have a story and if you're willing to invest in yourself. Warren Buffett said, invest in yourself. I'm excited. You're going to be bad. You trust me. We're going to start this I week. I'm not putting it off. No, no. I lost Miles Monroe and Wayne Dyer. Wow. And I'm saying to people, live like you're going to die because one day we're going to. Yeah. Remember you told me in tape early and I said no. And then I said, what if something happens to me? I'll never forgive myself. That's why I got up, got dressed and say, I'm coming down to safe with you. 
because we don't know. I'm happy you came down. I'm happy I came down too. And you got this energy. I don't know. I'm just happy you came down. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have gone with, in the profession of speaking. I'm happy to be here with you. And you're going to be a dominant speaker. I'm going to have you on stage with me. I'm going to take you around the world with me. Yes. And we and, and I want you to bring me some other hungry people like you and Lauren, because she's hungry too. Lauren. And I'm excited about working with you. And the young lady you all brought up said, thank you. Sheila? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. She's special. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go down to Fort Lauderdale. We have a speaker training. I want you right now. Uh, success is not convenient. You have to make room for it. And... We have a speaker training April the 6th through the 8th in Deerfield Beach, Florida. Go to lesbrowntraining.com. Lesbrowntraining.com. It's going to be standing room only. Mike Williams, my mentor, the, the author of The Road to Your Best Stuff. He's got white hair. Only gonna, two years between us, but all that white hair, I gave it to him, huh? You're going to have them write the word speaker in the comments if they want to be a speaker. Yeah, okay. So, anyhow... <laughs> Success is not convenient. I had a guy call me, man, I'd like to be there. He'd tell me, send me this long text and say, but I can't afford it. I, I called him. I said, you know what? I said, you don't need to speak. If you if the bar is that low and you already letting money stop you, I said, what about the fact that every day I get up and I deal with cancer and sciatica pain and decide I'm going to still make a difference in life? I said, the truth is the matter is you're lying because I told you that I can give you a McDonald's franchise for what it costs to come to my training and a plane ticket and hotel. You'll get the money in 24 hours. You know why? Because you believe that it will turn a profit because you believe more in that franchise than you believe in yourself. But if I had the choice between you and a McDonald's franchise, which will take you five years to turn your best. Your first profit, I'll take you because I know with what I know, I can help you earn over $100,000 this year without interfering with what you're doing. And I said, don't come because you can't help people because you don't teach what you don't know. You don't lead what you don't know. Don't, you don't lead where you don't go. Don't, don't practice what you preach. Preach what you practice and you are stoppable. And most people are stoppable. How do I know that? Because I was one for 14 years and that angers me. Yeah. Time to be to go to sleep before I work up a sleep. <laughs> you done got me all worked up and no chicken wing. Jesus. You have any more cookies left? What about those? We got the con bars. bars. We got the kind bars. Kind bars. Upstairs in the room. I got it. That's low sugar. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> did I have any did I have any you know the little juice? The little juice protein drinks? Let me tell you what happened. What had happened was you you ate my stuff, then you are really you know what? No, you know because God don't love the, ugly. The, the God story. does not love ugly. You know no. you you shouldn't have done that. You you know something? I'm gonna pray for you. You need special prayer. Look, that's and I'm gonna upstairs. sprinkle oil on you too. All the stuff is upstairs, actually. You ate my time bars. No, no, no. That's upstairs. It's in the back with the books. Did I have any potato chips or peanuts? No, you didn't. Get any potato chips. I got the munchies now. We're going we're gonna to get that taken care of. Have a fruit. What kind of fruit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no wabbit fruit. I want a chicken wing. I want a, I want a chicken wing. Oh, my oh, God. Man. I'm going to be dreaming Let me about go get last. I'm going to be dreaming about a chicken wing chasing me. And I'm walking real slow. But we all hurry up and catch me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> man, I'm so... Okay, we just entertaining people. You 
can't go to sleep tonight. I, I won't can, be up I have, I have a huge question for you. I have a yeah. big question that a lot of yeah. people ask. Why are you a speaker and not just a coach? Why did you choose to speak and not just become a coach if you want to help people? I do coach. I have I have some people that I coach, small groups. In fact, I'm just selecting another seven. I work with seven people at a time, and I, and you're going to be among that seven. And and because I don't want to coach a lot of people, I I want quality people that are hungry. I you introduced me to somebody. He could never write me a check for me to coach him because I don't work with everybody. Yeah. There's some people that your energy just is not mixed. I mean, my oldest daughter and my youngest son. I mean, my oldest daughter and I mean, my youngest daughter and my oldest son. I just said to them, hey, I love you. You're my children. And we can't work together. Mm. There's some people you cannot work with because of the energy. And I said, I will come and work for you, appear at your events, support your business, but we can't do this day-to-day stuff because we have problems. Yeah. And we've already had them. Okay? Gotcha. And so, but then, because I have so many children, you know, I'm, I'm a baby Christian, and it, he said, be fruitful and multiply. And I took him seriously. So I had another one to call. You understand what I'm talking about? I call Ola. <laughs> With your daddy, you say, Yeah, daddy, I love you. I'm okay, good, baby. And so I got owner and John Leslie, you know, because I'm getting him, I'm hooking him up. And and then Patrick, no, no, Patrick said he didn't want to work with me either. <laughs> but they're gonna regret it because I got some big stuff that's about to blow up up I in see here. It. I you see, see it. it. I see they, it. Uh, it's gonna blow them up because they thought I'd lost it. I took a hit. But I didn't lose it. No. I took a hit, but I still got it, man. I still got it. I still got the juice. He still they got it. They underestimate me. They don't know. I told them, don't bet against me. Oh. I'm not through yet. Don't bet against me. I'm Mamie Brown's boy. You don't know who you're looking at. I feel my mother's presence, too. I'm trying to get calm so I can go to sleep. Why you got Dude, me there? We got to wrap this up. Acupuncture tonight. I How had was a that? Massage. It was great. She put needles, needles in you, don't they? Yes, and she was very peaceful and healing energy. I'm going to get it again. And massage and prayer and visualization. Tonight I'll write my prayers out tonight. And I have a contract called I Am a Cancer Conqueror. This, yes. this contract that I write to myself. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Les. Thank I you, love Les. you and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Good night. Y'all take care here. If, if you got if you got to speak, if you got a story, look here. Call me. Hook me up. I'm going to hook you up. Just go to Les Brown. First of all, sign up for the seminar, lesbrowntraining.com. Lesbrowntraining.com. And if you want one-on-one coaching, I have to screen you, see if 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 it's a good fit energy wise. Email me at lesbrown77 at gmail.com. Seven is my lucky number. Lesbrown77 at gmail.com. I'm here in, in San Diego. I'm taking off tomorrow. I'll speak probably at, at uh, what Secret Knock. In the afternoon. Yeah, in the afternoon. But 
I'm going to go to the gym. And tonight, I'll be dreaming about barbecue chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, y'all. Thank you. Good, Good night. night. <laughs>